What is up, everybody? Today is December 22nd, 2018. It's Christmas Eve, Eve, Eve. Is that right? Is that it works that way. <laughs> um, anyways, um, we didn't get rec- we didn't get to record last week in person. Unfortunately, there was just way too much crap going on with the marathon and everything. But you're here today, um, a few days later than we wanted to. But we wanted to get one out before Christmas, so here we are. And you're about to hit the road, aren't you, Jay Dizzle? Yeah, sometime uh, this afternoon now, probably. Yeah, okay. We uh, probably one took more up load, of, load of laundry and yeah, finish this up. Cool, cool. Um, yeah, so uh, JD just got back in town earlier this week. It was like Wednesday, Tuesday. No, Wednesday, right? Yeah, From, it was um, Wednesday, technically Thursday, just the, how long a trip it is. Oh, geez, yeah. From the uh, TSG All-Stars Marathon that was going on last week that hopefully you guys all checked out. If you're listening to this, then you probably you probably watched it. <laughs> Unless you just stumbled on us like some random tweet on Twitter or something. But Yeah, so uh, it was an awesome marathon. What did you think of it overall, JD? It was really successful. We had raised over $9,000 for St. Jude, and Oof. we had the... 96 hour event with the extension and uh, extension day we raised a fair amount still set it at 8,000 you know and then it was yeah. kind of slow slowed down after that I think we raised probably $800 in the yeah I think it was day. around 800 we raised the last day which is nothing to nothing to scock at for an extension day that extension day it always kind of slows down because like you hit it, so you know it's like yeah gonna go on for another twenty four hours. But yeah, I was I was happy with another eight hundred, and overall, yeah, ninety like around ninety two hundred. I think that's what you said, right? Yeah, I believe so. So um, just to ninety. Yeah, that was that was awesome. Um, yeah, and it's it was a ton of fun too. Like all all of our marathons are a ton of fun, but this one I think will stand out as like one of my favorites probably. Just so many. Random off the wall crazy crap that happened. <laughs> so much stuff. <laughs> yeah, like we could go into a breakdown of it right here, but uh we'd be here like for the whole podcast talking about it. Um a lot of new a lot of new characters introduced. It was it was interesting. <laughs> new characters. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think my stomach still hurts from all of the hot sauce and everything I ate. Like I still have um some acid reflux happening <laughs> like a week later so did you uh, ever drink any of that mustard pop i didn't no none of that the mustard or the ranch i like i think i would rather do the hot sauce than that ranch stuff i had it once and it was god awful did you have to drink it, any of it no from the sounds of it uh, the mustard was the worst like even worse than the ranch chase kind of like just drank the mustard one though i was kind of surprised because chase doesn't do like food stunts that much but well it was, I, don't I know. think it's the probably the spiciness stunts that uh he doesn't like doing yeah uh, that's true i think he said he's afraid of it taking his breath away with his uh asthma or something yeah chaser we got to get him to do more food stunts just not hot stuff i guess so we'll maybe we'll bring some stuff for the uh summer marathon for him to munch on oh lord <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was surprised we did so many like hot things with Baltus not being there this time because he's usually like 
the king of spice, but uh, yeah, um, it was still it was still good. He uh, he came through bringing those hot sauces to uh, the first one was um, it was October, right? It was the uh, Soulsborne Marathon. Yeah, that's where you brought in a lot of the hot stuff. God, it's like I feel like I've had those in my life forever, and it's only been two marathons. We've had them for we've had a few things, not the specific hot sauce that he brought down before uh, I want to say yeah. we had some at March maybe okay might just had oh, some different stuff didn't go as hard spicy yeah and I'll never forget the uh, ghost pepper extract stuff so that <laughs> that is just seared into my memory so <laughs> um, hopefully my audio sounds good this time guys uh, I had to switch over to my phone when we were like setting up because my computer audio drivers were like jacking up or something so if it sounds a little different that is why but uh i'll get it fixed we'll be uh we'll be back on track for next week but wanted to get this one out um all right um any last thoughts on the, the marathon oh jacef just made a retrospective of it so that's up on youtube maybe we'll include that in the show notes or something but yeah, it's really good in there yeah, and I think he's working on the 2019 retrospective right now. 2018. God, I'm trying to get ahead of myself. Got it. 2019's already over. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we could just skip the 2020. I'll be cool with that. <laughs> um, but all right. Yeah. Uh, did you have anything no, to no. say? No? Okay. Cool. Um, so we will jump into the weekly showcase. And um, last week, we decided we probably weren't going to get to watch a whole lot, so we are going to talk about Die Hard and our favorite Christmas movies. So, what's your favorite Christmas movie, J.D.? And thank God we did, because we didn't have time to watch it. <laughs> yeah, we really would not have time <laughs> to watch it. Uh, favorite Christmas movie, one that I watch uh, every year, or like make time to watch is Definitely Die Hard, uh, Love Actually. Yeah. The big one, another big one would be Santa Claus. And the Tim one. Allen one. Yeah, Tim Allen one. Gotcha. Basically a classic. And uh, where he murders Santa Claus and <laughs> becomes the new Santa Claus. Yeah. That's the <laughs> <Yes>. rule. <laughs> that is. That's the Santa Claus. So. Um, yeah, that's a good one. Both of those are good. I always watch uh, Die Hard usually when um, I'm like wrapping pres Christmas presents Christmas Eve. Same with uh, Love Actually usually, but I've watched it. I've already watched it like twice this year. So, um, uh, Home Alone. Yeah, Home good Alone's one. Another one. Home Alone's always good. One that you kind of just have on even in the background when you're opening presents or um, the day of Christmas or something. Christmas Vacation is a classic. Oh, and of course. Christmas Story. Yeah, Christmas Story is good too. It's I think who is it? TBS that runs twenty four hours of Christmas Story. <laughs> yeah, they do that. Which is Nonstop ridiculous and marathon. I love it. <laughs> yes. Um, so that one's good. I don't know. Um Die Hard's like kind of in a weird place though, where like uh like leading up to uh this year, like it was always been like a funny thing. Oh, Die Hard's my favorite Christmas movie. Like people would jokingly say that but like everyone is saying that this year it's kind of like turned into a meme of its own i don't really know. i haven't seen any of that i've seen a lot of people going die hard is not a christmas movie and yeah 
like I don't know. I feel like I've seen it. I feel like I've seen it more this year. Where people are kind of like jumping on the bandwagon. Like there were people joking that um, Die Hard, <laughs> um, Die Hard. Oh, few people know that Die Hard was originally a pagan celebration. <laughs> uh, so fun little fun little jokes like that. But I, I'm in the camp that I do think it's a Christmas movie. Obviously, I mean it happens around Christmas. Like there's a bunch of Christmas references and everything. Um, I don't it know about a, the. It rest was of the a series. summer blockbuster. It did come out in the summer. That's so weird. Like, you don't really see that, like, Christmas movies coming out. Or, like, movies based or, like, set around Christmas coming out in the summer. Probably because they filmed it and then released it after they filmed it all throughout Christmas, maybe. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Have you seen Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? Uh, I think a long time ago. Okay, that's another movie that's like kind of Christmassy, but not uh, not really like I don't know, kind of like Die Hard is not about Christmas, but set around Christmas with um, Robert Downey Jr. and Van um, damn it, uh, Van Kilmer, yeah, Val Van Kilmer, Val Kilmer. <laughs> I didn't do that sounded right. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, that's another really good one. Um, Christmas Chronicles. That was we already talked about that one. That's like that's not gonna make my cut. That's not gonna be a Christmas classic. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, obviously the Harry Potter movies. I always kind of watch around Christmas. Those are good go tos. Especially the first one with the huge Christmas scenes that they have. True. Like I feel like the other ones kind of didn't focus as much on that, which was weird because it was always a big thing in the books. So I don't know. Um, I was thinking uh when we were talking about Christmas movies and stuff, is there any Christmas like food or like dish you associate with Christmas that isn't like usually associated with Christmas? Uh anything you eat around the time that I don't know isn't. Honey baked ham or something. <laughs> I don't think. Like maybe pecan pie, but like I think that's oh, Christmas like pecan pie. Yeah, that's still kind of Christmassy though. Like here's mine. Like every Christmas, I don't know around Christmas time, I always have like some catfish, and I don't know why. Like I always have like fried catfish. And I don't know why, like, I'm just craving it around that time or something, but, like, always, like, the week of Christmas, I'm eating fried catfish, and I have no idea why. Uh, very southern. <laughs> I guess it is. Um, so I went to uh, Lisa's Chicken last night and got some fried catfish. It's kind of why it's top of mind. And, oh, my God, i got to bring you and the crew to uh, Lisa's Chicken next time you're in town. I feel like I've said that, like, a bunch. They'll but, probably be uh... closed. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> They uh they just opened a new location. It's not as like it's not in as weird of a spot anymore, so it's like more accessible. So it's over there by Jambos and stuff. Okay. But yeah, so we'll have to do that. Or Lisa's chicken, y'all. Anybody out there knows <laughs> Lisa's chicken, then it is a uh, you hook us up with a sponsor or something. <laughs> but uh, back to Lisa. Die Hard. Lisa on the phone. Um Okay, yeah, back to Die Hard. Uh, so we're we gonna break this down. What? Uh, um, 
I don't know. It's just it's a great action movie. It's got a great villain. Um, the hero's relatable. And um, I don't know, just the structure of the movie, like you're climbing up that uh, giant skyscraper to the um, the climax of the movie. I don't know. It's just very well told. What do you like about Die Hard, JD? Well, definitely Alan Rickman is Hans yep. Gruber. Hans Gruber. Portrayal and characterization. Just epitome. Best villain. You can He's get. like one of the best like villains in yeah, he really action is. movie history. I think it's it's amazing. Um, and but uh, the Christmas setting is definitely sub- more subtle. They obviously have all the Christmas decorations up and whatnot, but then like there's yeah sprinkled throughout the score and stuff that you can catch some Christmas music every once in a while. Like there's a Ode to Joy, I think, at one point when an action scene is just about to begin. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I feel like a bunch of people have kind of ripped off the Die Hard, like, um, Christmas setting, too, in, like, some movies. Like, even Kiss Kiss Bang Bang kind of does that, where you just set a big action movie around Christmas time. Yeah. Um, like, there's only so many, like, action movies, like, OG originals. There's, like, Terminator, like, Die Hard, when I think of original action movies. Um, what else is there? Maybe, like, Point Break or something. But there's only, like, so many formulas you can go with for, uh, like, an action movie. And Die Hard is kind of, like, right up there in that, uh, like, genre or whatever. That people right. go to, like, Die Hard in Space or something. <laughs> and then they comes out with... Uh... Fast and the Furious, which is more of a um, parody of action movies, almost until yeah, they get exactly. to like the third and fourth one. <laughs> that is, oh like, god, yeah, over the top. After action. like after Die Hard three, I kind of like checked out <laughs> because then it was just ridiculous. He was jumping from like helicopters to like buildings and all kinds of crap. Yeah, he like just lost the, the Fast and the Furious type action came in. Yeah. Like, as soon as it loses, like, the everyman kind of, like, aspect of it, then I'm kind of out. Unless it's, like, Arnold or something and like, the original movies where it's completely unrelatable, but still, like, a total badass. Um, but, yeah, Die Hard. Die Hard, great. Hans Gruber, amazing. Um, I need to I need to rewatch that movie. I'm, I mean, I'm probably going to do it when I'm wrapping presents this year, but it's not on, like, any streaming services, so I have to find it... Like on TV, or I probably just need to buy it because it's. How do you not have it owned yet? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think I did have it on DVD, but then, like, who watches DVDs anymore? So, and get it on Blu-ray or something. Um, but all right. Um, I think that's our spiel on Die Hard. Um, uh, we'll t- jump into. Well, next week. What we're we gonna got... be watching next week? Yeah, yeah. go ahead. We've got Bird Box, which is a new Netflix original with Sandra Bullock. And, uh, yeah, it's marketed as um, A Quiet Place Meets the Arrival. So <laughs> it's like, okay, Netflix, come on. But it looks interesting. It's, but I don't, I don't know about that. It's, I'm not sure if this will be another, uh, I don't even remember what that movie was called that we 
featured in their first <laughs> weekly showcase. Oh, are you talking about uh, Hold the Dark? Yeah. Uh, I don't think it'll oh, be that bad, <laughs> but yeah. it's this could have the potential for not being great. Um, yeah, I haven't looked up anything. I don't know how it's doing or what people are saying about it, but I really like Sandra Bullock, but I liked people in that other movie, yeah, too. Yeah, so. interesting concept, so I don't know. But yeah, five years after an ominous, unseen presence drives most of society to suicide, a mother and her two children make a desperate bid to reach safety. Yeah, it could be pretty cliche. Like, I feel like five years ago this movie would have been like completely original but now it's just kind of like okay we got a quiet place like we got a bunch of these like ends of the world movies already like what else what are you bringing to the table yeah, what's but, gonna set this apart yeah we'll we'll see next week i guess um i'm kind of just excited to see sandra bullock and something else because i haven't seen her in a movie in a while um i probably just missed the last couple that she was in but i feel like she's kind of been under the radar a little bit yeah, what was the last thing she um, was she in that Ocean's Yeah, that, was, 10 movie? that would have been the last one. Okay. See, I still haven't seen that. I need to watch that one. But before that, the last movie she was in was in 2015, so it didn't really miss much. Okay. Gotcha. So yeah, watch Ocean's 10 and then this, and then I'll be caught up on my Sandra Bullock lore. It'll be oh, she good. Be. Ocean's 8. Why am I saying Ocean's 10? Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're watching that next week, so if you guys want to uh, check that out with us, um, go ahead. Uh, you can email us uh, what you think of it, too. Um, at shocktalk at betashock.com um, You have to spell it like that, too. Like, dot .com Capital. Have the other ends. <laughs> Um, but all right, uh, we're going to jump into what we have been playing this week. I picked up uh, Starlink for the uh, Nintendo Wii. It was on sale for uh, 40 bucks. Oh, did I say for the Wii? What am I what talking about? Do Nintendo Switch. It's okay, JD. It's early. We're recording this one early. It's, it's no big deal. <laughs> the world. <laughs> uh, for the Nintendo Switch. I don't know what's happening today um yeah uh so i got it for 40 bucks at uh best not best buy at target um and i got like a free pilot too so that was pretty cool which uh pilot did you get i got the the leaf boy um i can't remember his name um i haven't really met him in the store yet because i'm still really early but um uh crap i i don't have the box with me but um yeah it's just like the the plant dude. Uh, he looked the, really I think cool. He's one of the outpost guys. Um, yeah, because I yeah I think I saw him in our quick look. Yeah, um, you were talking to him for a little bit. See, so I got him and I got the uh, the fox, uh, the Starcraft like bundle or whatever. So I got that ship and uh, Fox McCloud. Nice. Uh, I can't wait to hear what you think of the game. Um, they just announced that there was a. Uh, up an update coming soon for that. Maybe it's out already. I think it might be. I had to download something when I was installing it. Um, so I think it added like different enemy units and like uh different like raid encounters or something like that. It said. Yeah, yeah. So um, once you get it f further into the game, you'll see the. I think you saw them in the video, our video, but uh, 
full breakdown of uh, these Sentinels type thing, where they have yeah. guards protecting the pillars, and you have to take down the guards, take down the pillar. Yeah. So one of the new activities is uh, fighting a new set of those. Okay, that's cool. Um, so far, I've only played like about an hour of it so far, but um, I'm really enjoying like all the space battle stuff and all that. Um, stuff on the planets, I'm not as into yet, but I'm sure it'll like evolve as you go on. Yeah, and it does get a little uh, repetitive, but yeah, like it. I don't know how they would fix that. I guess just mixing up the ships and stuff is probably how to like stave off some of that repetitiveness. Yeah, getting the the ships upgraded and then the weapons. Weapons are the biggest part. Yeah, because I got the Star Fox ship right now, and that just if you like take off the whatever weapons, then it just shoots like the Star Fox missiles and crap. And I've been using that like quite a bit in like space battles and stuff. But I also got like the flamethrower and the ice like missiles, but. Those seem to be very, like, um, uh, based on, like, the enemies that you're fighting and stuff. Like, you're not going to use a flamethrower on everybody, it doesn't seem, because it's so close range. Yeah, yeah, you have to figure out What's what your there? combo is. Yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. It's it's a fun little thing. After seeing Metal Man play uh, StarCraft during the marathon, it kind of really made me want to play, like, a dogfight, dogfighting type game. So this Star is Fox. scratching that itch. That's what I said, right? Did I say StarCraft? Okay, just ignore me. <laughs> uh, yeah. So they need to make a new Star Fox though. We need a Star Fox switch. Yeah, even that would be one for the... really great. Yeah, even though the one for the Wii U didn't do very well, doesn't seem. I think it was the. Did you have that one the for the Wii? No, I didn't. I wanted okay. to, but then uh, I heard it was pretty short, and there was other games coming out at that time. Uh, yeah. And you, like even this one, people are like, "Oh, this is the Star Fox game that we're missing." Which there are Star Fox elements to the game, and like the story mode definitely pans out pretty nicely. But this yeah. is this is not a Star Fox game for the Switch. I would like, yeah, maybe if Ubisoft and Nintendo teamed up and made a Star Fox game in this type of vein, like the same canon as Starlink, that would be cool. Yeah, I am getting a little bit of those. Uh those feels from it just from like all the space battles and stuff but the uh the world stuff feels completely different and like you're collecting all kinds of stuff too yeah. um my only gripe so far like i wish you could get out of your ship even though that would probably like change the game completely but i want to like dock on the um the main ship what's the name of your main ship is it uh atlas is it no, atlas? No, 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 okay. no, atlas is the system that yeah the, uh... um Whatever your main ship is, I can't remember the yeah, I can't remember the name of it. But I wish you could like dock on it and get out and like run around and stuff, make it more mass effecty. But I guess that would just change the uh change the whole game. Um, but yeah, so I'll probably have an update on that uh next week. Um, I also picked up uh Castlevania Requiem. Finally, I've been talking about getting this game for a while now, but I finally picked it up. Um, and I'm playing through. Rondo of Blood right now, which is a really good Castlevania game. I like it a whole lot. Um, is this a collection of Castlevania games, or what is it? It's just uh, Castlevania, Rondo of Blood, and 
Symphony of the Night. Okay. So just those two um, kind of bigger Castlevania titles, um, which I've never played either of them. So I'm really excited. You know, Castle or I know um, Symphony of the Night is recognized as like one of the best Castlevania games of all time. So mm-hmm. uh, really excited. And I'm really enjoying Castlevania or uh, Rondo of Blood. Like it's seems much more forgiving than like the earlier Castlevania games, which I like completely sucked at and like didn't get far in at all. Um, this one seems like uh has like better weapon systems and like the enemies are a little bit more predictable and stuff, so and I'm getting a whole lot of uh like I can see how Dead Cells would get a lot of its inspiration from like Rondo of Blood and like yeah. these type of games, so um, but yeah, that's really good. Um, I'm probably about halfway through it right now. It's not a very long game. It'll probably beat that before next week, hopefully. They're not too long of games, I know. So, yeah. Did you have you ever played like how many of the Castlevania games have you gotten into? I played uh, mostly the Game Boy Advance ones. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, those ones were good. Never got too much into those, but um, I played the originals and just like completely sucked at them when I was a kid. So. <laughs> I tried it again. <laughs> I tried it again on the uh, SNES Classic, and I was like, I still suck at this game. So, <laughs> the NES Classic. Nothing's changed. Uh, yeah. But Rondo of Blood, I'm, I'm doing all right in. I don't know. Uh, we might have to, uh, if we do a Castlevania marathon, we might have to add that one to the to the list. But, uh, okay. Um, what else we got? I think, yeah. Alexa, chill out. Damn it, Alexa. (laughs) Stop. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right, now that she's done, um, what have you you been up to playing this week, JD? Probably not much. No, not much since uh, Wednesday was driving the whole time, but uh, the entire marathon, I was thinking about Sea of Thieves. Yep, and I actually played a little bit on my laptop <laughs> during the marathon. Yeah. Oh man, when did you do that? What corner did you go into to play some Sea of Thieves? I just had it on mute and played a little bit on the at the producer station. Oh, okay. Gotta be able to multitask. Multitask. Yeah, <laughs> gotcha. Um, but no, I didn't really play too much. I did like a solo. I was about to start a quest. Um, what happened? I think uh, maybe my game rebooted up by itself. Right, was about to start a quest, so then I joined it in again. Oh no, no, no! This is what. So when I first joined into the Sea of Thieves, I accidentally clicked open through, and I ended up inside of another guy's uh, game, right as he was um, entering in some chess like he's just he's uh bringing some chess in back into port and so i got credit for for his chess and i'm getting like (laughs) five thousand gold from him and that's fun some uh reputation for the gold master so (laughs) as soon as that finished ticking by i logged it off and went into my own game And when I got into that one, there was a uh, sunken ship right off the point of the island I was on. So I just swam out to that and grabbed a couple chests from there. Like, I didn't do anything too pressing. It seems like a good game to uh, duck in and out of. 
Like it seems yeah, it's pretty, pretty possible just pretty to play easy. for a little bit and then yeah, especially if you're um. So I've been watching a big streamer Summit on Twitch play uh, Sea of Thieves, and he's him and his crew have got this game down basically to a T. They uh. They the only way that they're able to level up reputation wise is by getting the Athena's chest, which is like the end game um looting PvE. Yeah. And yeah. so they're just on the search for people that are doing the Athena quests and then they just take their loot. <laughs> rob them. Yes. <Yeah>. So <laughs> not only are they doing that, but they are doing it in such a way that they have they're on four different servers. Uh, one person each looking for people on the Athena's quest. So they all are on, they're solo sailing a galleon, which is a four-person ship, which takes some skill to do because you have to deal with anchor, get the anchor up, which takes, you know, like 30 seconds solo. Then you have to get three sails down, three sails uh, pointed in the right direction for the wind, and then you have to sail properly as well with the helm. Yeah. And... <laughs> So they're doing this, all of them are doing this on one on each server until they find someone that's doing the quest or might be doing the quest. And then as soon as someone goes, oh, I think I see someone doing the quest, they all leave their servers and jump on board with that person. And then they go yeah. and destroy and alright, well, that's done. Jeez. And then they log off that's onto crazy. their own servers again. Did they ever like lose and not get it? Or did they usually come they, away with it? They're almost always getting it. Um, yeah, they're savages on the sea. You gotta be that one crew that <laughs> takes them down. That would be. Oh great. god, that would be awesome. Because uh, you know they're streaming too, so. Yeah, if if uh, be that if we ever if we ever encounter Summit, uh, it's likely yeah. just gonna be a couple of us playing because it's usually just Caden and I. So it's like yeah, two v four ain't gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've I've been talking about getting it. I might be getting a um, Xbox One over christmas so if i do that then i'm definitely gonna pick up game pass and uh i'll be playing with you guys if not i might just pick it up on uh pc i think it's still uh 50 off right now on pc so or on uh, yeah i'll probably just do the game pass stuff because there's a lot of stuff in that game pass that i kind of want to check out too like a mutant year zero looks really cool too i'll check that out yeah so i uh finally got the chance to play some Last night, actually, with Brit. Um, nice. Because everyone else is off. We were done with Dota and whatnot. And Brit's like, you want to play a little bit of Sea of Thieves? I'm like, one, one quest is fine. So I went and picked up a quest yeah. that ended up having us go to three different islands to uh, dig up some treasure <laughs> chests. That took a while. And then we found a chest that I've never seen before, which is a, a chest of sorrow. And... Hmm. So there's a couple of chests in there. Like there's a chest, uh, grog chest, which when you pick up, instantly makes you drunk, and like yeah. you stumble around <laughs> trying to carry the chest, um, which nice. is awesome. But then there's this this new one that I found, which is a chest of sorrows, which cries constantly, oh, and <laughs> whenever it starts crying, your boat starts filling up with water. Oh man, that's awesome! So Britt and I were both on this island looking for one one chest, and uh, Britt dies to some skeletons, and he respawns on our ship. And he's like, "Oh my god, our ship's sinking!" 
Like, bail it out, bail it out. He's like, what's that mean? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. yeah I, I need to get in on this. It was uh, too late by the time he started bailing it, and so our, sink, our boat sank, and all our chests floated up to the top, so I had finally found the last chest and brought it back, brought it back over, and that darn uh, crying chest, the chest of sorrow. <laughs> Yeah, it just kept crying and crying and crying. So you have to bring the chests on your ship to open them. You have to bring it, the chests on your ship and then bring it to an outpost to sell to give it to uh, the gold masters. Okay, cool. People that you're the merchants. Um, yeah, so <clears throat> Brit died again to some sharks as we were trying to rally all of our uh, chests into our rowboat. But then yeah. Our rowboat wasn't being able to, like, I couldn't use the rowboat. I can't, our <laughs> rowboat was sitting in the middle of the ocean. So, <clears throat> I'm like, all right, so, Britt, you died. What I'm going to need you to do is go back to our new ship and sail it back to this island, back to me, <laughs> alone, so that we don't lose our chests. I'm going <laughs> to stay with our chests. I'm going to move them back onto the island. You need to sail it to, <laughs> to me. <laughs> yeah. He was doing all right. He was doing all right for a little bit, but then he, he uh, rammed into some rocks in the middle of the ocean, <laughs> and the boat sank like right in front of me. I could, I, I watched him sink. He's like, "Oh no, our <laughs> ship's going down!" I'm like, "Did you fix the hole after you ran into the rocks?" He's like, "I didn't know I needed to do that." <laughs> oh, that's amazing. So then he uh, spawned again yeah, on the new ship. And it was pretty close. I was like, "Oh, you just need to come to your left. I see you right now." He spawned to the. He spawned like right on top of us. And, and so uh, it's like, "All right, I'm coming to the left." But he still doesn't know the steering mechanics very well. He ended up getting further away from me as yeah. he was trying to dodge some rocks. So I'm just watching this <laughs> all play out in front of me. Like, oh my goodness, this is uh, this is that's something. amazing. Yeah. So. Finally, uh, about that maybe 45-minute one quest that we were going to do ended up being like an hour and a half. <sighs> but uh, no, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, yeah, it sounds like it. And pretty soon I'm not going to be able to get any level-up reputation from regular missions. So once that happens, yeah. I'm going to have to start doing what some means you're going to have to just, uh, you'll just have to rush me, be a, be a new pirate. Little baby scrub, yeah, as I do, but then, but yeah, uh, that sounds awesome, yeah. So then, I also played a bit of the new PUBG map this this week. PUBG, uh, which uh, which map is this? Is this the snow map? Yes, yeah, no, the, that one's been out. Oh, okay, it's Bikendi, the new snow map, and nice. Uh, just it was on test servers the last like week and a half, I think, and then they brought it out a few days ago, and <clears throat> Let me just say, I think PUBG is more clunky than it was before. Oh, jeez. I, I don't know if it's just I'm used to Black Ops now, like the movement and stuff, yeah. which is probably part yeah. of it, but I, I do think that it's running slower or worse than it used to, PUBG. Um, that sucks. I might just be out of the swing of things. I wasn't shooting very well. I wasn't 
looting very well. I don't know. It just it just can, felt super clunky. That happens to me too, and that can happen sometimes when you're playing another game and then move back to one that you haven't played in a while. Just takes you a little while to get back into the controls move, and everything. Move it. back to an inferior product. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, speaking of, I did. I bought my brother out. He can't listen to this before Christmas. So, Cody, if you're listening, you need to turn off the podcast. But I um, bought my brother uh, Black Ops 4 for Christmas, so I'm probably going to pick it up too. So we'll be playing some of that. On PS4? Black Cat mode. Uh, yeah, I got it for him on PS4. Nice. I think it's on sale on PC as well right now, though. So I'd have to check it out. Uh, but that sounds cool. I like the uh, the snow map stuff because you can like track people by like their footprints and stuff like that. Like That whole concept seems really cool. Yeah, it's. Uh, I never, we never got a chance to do any of that. We played like four or five games, I think. And, yeah. Uh, usually we're getting into the fight pretty early and then dying. Um, you playing with uh, Chase and Taylor? Just Chase. Chase still plays, right? Yeah, yeah. Chase, Taylor, Aiden, and I. Um, gotcha. Then I know Vizuki was really into it too. Yeah, well, he you know used to play a lot. Vizuki's been busy with work. No, it's uh, I'd, I'd go back in to play some more. Um, hopefully, get back into the groove of things a little bit. But I don't know. It's just super, super slow, and yeah, the movement is just not as not as fluid as Black Ops. Yeah, I still think I would prefer that over um, some Fortnite, where it's just like crazy manic running all over the place. Yeah, I haven't played Fortnite in probably like five months now. Maybe not that. Long. Yeah. It's been a while. Um, but I can't yeah. say how haven't really played well, it anymore. Everybody else is playing it, JD. Apparently so. everyone else is playing it. I, I, <laughs> I think people are just saying that they're playing it and they're not actually playing it. Oh yeah. Some uh, some fake Fortnite players out there. <laughs> you stinking <laughs> fakes. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so uh, I guess that with that, with the fakes, we'll jump into the news. Um, and uh, there wasn't a whole lot this week, so we're kind of um, digging at the bottom of the barrel here. But I think this was like two weeks ago, but the Avengers in-game trailer came out. Uh, we haven't really talked about it yet, so we'll uh, talk about it a little bit right now. There wasn't a whole lot in it, but um, I'm excited to uh, to see where everything goes. Um it's obviously just, you know, set up a whole lot of stuff. Um, not a whole lot of, like, big, like, spoilery stuff. Because I hate watching trailers that just, like, spoil the movie and crap. But this one did it, like, in one instance, which kind of sucked. But overall, uh, it was just a really good lead-up trailer, I thought. The big thing that they spoiled was, I want to say, his Ant-Man. Yeah. Like... <laughs> At the end of the trailer, they show that Ant Man is ready back. to fight. Yeah, he's ready to. Yeah, back and ready to go. Quantum realm. But like, Ant Man three is when does that come out? Like, I want to say it's after Avengers, isn't it? Yeah, I'm sure. But they have a whole lot of movies planned. Like after Avengers, like there's Spider Man, so we know these characters are gonna be like back. And well, stuff. yeah, but. They're they're showing that Ant Man is back, and they're not gonna. He's just gonna be like, oh, uh, I did this thing, and I'm out. But 
Yeah, I wonder if they'll explain it all at all or have that as part of the um as part of the um uh movie like him getting out or Yeah, maybe Ant-Man I I, I, mean, I would hope is, so. is something different. Yeah, yeah, it's not going to be about him in the quantum realm, but something else. Which I would love a whole movie of him in the quantum realm. I think that would be awesome, but like <laughs> we're probably not going to get that. We might get a segment of it here. And then, I don't know, maybe he goes back in the quantum realm or something. We'll see. Yeah, maybe it's the way to save everything. I, I don't know. <clears throat> it just yeah. kind of is weird that they made the big the big ending of Ant-Man and the Wasp was, oh, he's stuck. What, what's going to yeah. happen now? And then, and then he's there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. Can I come it in? Was a weird, yeah, it was a weird stinger to the trailer, too. It just felt, like, knocked on. Like... Leave this for the movie. I want to. I want to figure this out for myself. Yeah. Oh well, whatever. Um. Also, they showed uh another kind of big thing. They showed Ronin or um Hawkeye, um, in this one. So, uh, we all knew who he was gonna be, but he kind of kind of looks like a badass. He's using a sword now, so that's that's kind of cool. Um. I don't know much about the uh, Hawkeye lore, but I know he does go by Ronin, like. At some point, he has like that switch, so I'm guessing that's what's uh, that's what he's going by in in end game or will be going by. I'm curious to see his story of how he got to where he is. Yeah, and um, so before this, we have a uh, Captain Marvel, which comes out in like March or April, something like that. Yeah, it's coming out um, pretty soon. I think it's March. I think that's the only other one that we have before this. So. Um, excited. I really liked uh, Infinity War. So we didn't see any Thanos in this one, which was kind of interesting. But um, I kind of hope that they don't. He's probably just on that like planet chilling, just by himself, by his lonesome. Did we not get any Thanos? I don't think so. I don't. I don't remember seeing any Thanos. Um. Might need to rewatch it though. I'm gonna definitely have to rewatch it. I'm trying to think if I saw him or not. Yeah. Um. All right. So yeah. Uh. The Endgame trailer is out there if y'all want to watch it. It's uh. It's pretty good. Um. All right. And next we have Fortnite being sued by everyone. <laughs> yeah. If you have a popular dance that's in the hit game Fortnite. Yeah. Just, just <laughs> and, you're, and you're not seeing any of that money. Go ahead and yeah. drop them. They've got suit. plenty of it. Um, but yeah, we talked about this a little bit post marathon. Like copyright law is freaking weird, <laughs> and I don't really understand it. But um, I guess I mean people are people are trying to make that money off Fortnite. So um, this the backpack dude is the one that's like kind of spurred it all. Um, then you got Carlton, obviously, which the Carlton one is like really weird because I would think that's like the studio that did uh, Fresh Prince, like WB would like own like the rights to that dance, but, but yeah, who knows? I'm not sure. I, I feel like he uh, definitely is the one that's able to claim it. it yeah, might have been part of his clause or something. Um, true write that into their contracts any <laughs> dance <laughs> that i come up with is is mine but uh yeah so if you got a popular dance out there and fortnite's using it then uh get a lawyer i guess i don't know i think uh turk um, from scrubs 
was considering suing. Oh yeah, Donald. Oh, I love Turk, but I don't know. This stuff is definitely getting a little out of hand. <laughs> like, well, um, when we're talking about the rest of them had precedence. So yeah, I feel like it'll probably settle out of court. Um, in a lot of these cases, I don't think they're gonna want to go to court, and I definitely I wouldn't like want it to really go to court, and because that's just that's a weird precedent for like in-game um, purchases and stuff like that, which that stuff needs to be controlled. But I don't really know if I want the government to like regulate that crap. So, because that just opens a whole different can of worms. Um, also, I was reading up that, like, apparently, like, none of these people, like, really have the copyright on these dances, so, like, I don't know if it would, like, go to court or, like, do anything, and so, we will see, though, um, that'll play out, and it'll probably just sizzle into nothing, <laughs> it's just something we have to talk about this week, because there's, like, no news to talk about. Um, speaking of no news. <laughs> no news. <laughs> Here's our last part um, of no news. Yeah. <laughs> so no news section. So uh, Evo uh, Evo Japan 2019 announced their um, their roster of games, their lineup, and there was no Smash Ultimate or DBZ fighters in the um, in the uh, like main lineup of um, games that are going to be played like in the tournament and stuff, which was really weird because those games are just as big, if not bigger, in Japan than they are here. So. That's uh, it's kind I of think, interesting. As I was looking up the story, I saw that 2018 Evo Japan didn't have Smash or anything either. Didn't have uh, Smash. Uh, what was the Wii U one? Um, Four. Yeah, but what was the pseudonym in it? I don't know. I can't remember. Um, it was just Smash 4. Yeah. Oh, was it just Smash 4? Okay. Um yeah so i don't know maybe it's just japan doesn't want to mess with the uh getting the rights to play those games or something like i don't understand why we have them as part of our usa evo and they don't have them in japan but there's probably a whole thing around that it's just weird because those games are incredibly incredibly popular right now and um i feel like i feel bad for players in japan that want to uh like play those games and like go to see those games and stuff and like two of the biggest fighting games in the world right now like aren't there just yeah, weird the one that just came out and then the big biggest one from last year okay actually yeah. it looks like uh, smash Bros. was in evo japan last year uh, it was okay they also had arms <laughs> oh yes the so fighting game we all the, need here is the lineup of uh evo japan 2019 so they got tekken 7 which Obviously, it's a good uh, Blue Blaze Cross yeah. Tag Battle, uh, Soul Calibur Six, uh, Street Fighter Five, King of Fighters, geez, fourteen, wow, uh, Guilty Gear, um, X, X Third, <laughs> Rev Two. How you would say that? Um, yeah, uh, I like those Guilty Gear games, but yeah, the names are the names are ridiculous. <laughs> Squirting as you can get. Oh God, yes. Um, but yeah, so maybe maybe this changes. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but I just it's just kind of weird that those aren't uh, part of the um, part of the lineup there in Japan. So 
uh, Evo Japan, uh, get on it because people are missing out. Well, they'll definitely have it during um, Evo USA. Vegas. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I would think I'm so. sure at least. But yeah, if not, then we'll be we'll be talking about this again. <laughs> Just be very weird. I know Nintendo sometimes is weird about um, like fighting games for their. Uh, like support for like Evo and stuff like that, but they seem to kind of been like jumping on the bandwagon like lately because they know like there's a big fighting game um like crowd like behind Smash Ultimate and stuff like that. So we'll see. Hopefully they get that support. Um, but that's it for news this week. Um, the no news. <laughs> uh. It was a very, very light week, it being Christmas week and all. But um, Very light. We've been gone. Yeah. Yeah, we've been gone like two weeks, so it's been a light two weeks. But, um, let's talk about some current uh, and upcoming projects. So we still got book clicks that we need to record. <laughs> we might do that uh, either next week or the week after, depending on holiday schedules and all kinds of stuff. Um, next week will probably be crazy, so we'll probably just try to get a... Um, uh, which Madoodle it's uh, one of these shock talks in, but uh, we'll see. What's your Madoodle? <laughs> yeah, what's your Madoodle? <laughs> uh, we also have Game of the Year stuff coming up. We're probably going to do that. I need to figure out the whole, um, we need to figure out the whole process of how we're going to do that, but I know TSG is going to be involved at least in one of like the podcast segments that we do, so we'll probably have like Britt Baltus, Jason, whoever wants to. Uh, Join us in that, so we can have some more voices to add to the uh, to the podcast, which would be nice. But um, yeah, um, maybe next week, maybe I'll write down some categories and stuff, and we can talk about it next week and stuff. Me and JD can get together and work on that. Um, also, that. I would or go ahead. Probably do that early to mid January. Uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. When we, usually when we get those done. Yeah, I would just like to get it out of the way or get it done by like the end of January. I'd be happy with. Yeah. Um, gives us a little bit more time to catch up on games and stuff too. So. Um. Also, I, I was thinking about. I kind of want to get a, uh, like one shot D and D or like fiasco game going on maybe around the holidays. So, maybe you look for that. Maybe we'll throw something like that up in our feed or something. Um. Eventually, I don't know. I haven't even talked to JD about this yet, so. <laughs> um, but it could be fun. Um, and that's just about it. I want to thank everybody who helped out with the Speed Gamer um, All Stars Marathon, uh, making it such a success. Everyone that got to come down, uh, JD, thank you, in particular, um, Caden, everybody else. Um, I don't want to start naming names because then I'll <laughs> ultimately forget somebody and I don't want to do that because they were all a huge part of um, making it what it was. Um, everyone who donated for it and helped promote it and everything. Um, thank you so much for making that and 2019, like just such a big year for the speed gamers. 2018. 2018. Jesus. We got to end this podcast. <laughs> we got to end it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, we'll talk to you later. Make sure to email us at shocktalk at betashock.com and follow us on Twitter at the betashock. So we will talk to you next week. Later. Merry Christmas.